Managing risk and protecting your profits on a dairy farm isn't always easy, but it's becoming increasingly more important to have a good understanding of milk markets to better protect your profits through more frequent volatile periods. Welcome to the Protecting Your Profits podcast, a brief monthly update where I will take a deeper dive into topics or trends that will help you better understand milk markets and risk management. I'm Zach Myers, Risk Education Manager for the Center for Dairy Excellence. Let's see what's happening this month. Good afternoon, everyone. We'll go ahead and get started. Uh, I'm Zach Myers the, with the Center for Dairy Excellence. Thank you for taking the time to join our Protecting Your Profits webinar uh, uh, this afternoon. If you have any questions, please type them in the chat box by clicking on, uh, um, on the chat box at the bottom of your screen and type your questions. I will try to monitor that and ask, answer those questions as I'm able or, or at, at, the end of the, at the end of the presentation. My goal today, um, as every month, is to provide an overview of current dairy market and, and to review risk management opportunities. This is all public information, and while I may express some opinions, these are not recommendations. So there's nothing really uh, out of the usual in our agenda. Same, the normal four main topics I'll cover, and uh, starting, of course, with uh, Milk production and cow numbers at 19.15 billion pounds. U.S. milk production was down a slight 1% year over year in April. This is the sixth month in a row uh, that U.S. experienced reduced year over year production. And U.S. cow numbers were down year over year for the seventh month in a row to 9.402 million head, which is the same as March's uh, herd size. Milk production per cow was the same as one year ago at 2,037 pounds per cow for the month. This is equivalent to about 78 pounds per lactating cow per day, making the uh, reduction in cow numbers the reason for the total production slide. Pennsylvania cow numbers are also down. Uh, they're down about 8,000 cows from last year. Uh, milk output per cow was down about a half a pound, four tenths of a pound to 70.1 pounds per cow for the day, which is a, equivalent to uh, uh, 1,830 pounds per cow per month. As a result of fewer cows and lower production, the April Pennsylvania milk production was down about 18 million pounds uh, to 855 million pounds for the month. Moving on to product stocks, butter at 300 million pounds uh, were down, the stocks were down about 23%. Cheese at 1.48 billion pounds is down uh, just over 2%. And then March nonfat dry milk powder uh, stocks were down about 8% to 288 million pounds. Product prices, the uh, um, at $2.80 per pound, uh, April butter price is about a dollar and one higher than last year, and it's considerably cheaper than the global dairy trade price and the EU butter prices at uh, $3.09 and $3.52 respectively. Cheese price is up 57 cents compared to last year and is also a discount uh, compared to the global dairy trade price of $2.81 and uh, $2.65 uh, in the EU. And at, uh, lastly, at $1.80, nonfat dry milk is 56 cents more than last year and slightly lower than the, and lower, lower than the GDT and the EU price of 
and $1.95 per pound, respectively. Moving on to dairy product production, uh, March butter production was up 30 million pounds compared to last March to 202.6 million pounds. March cheese production was up 1% or 13 million pounds to 1.2 billion pounds. And March powder production was down 4% or uh, 8 million pounds compared to last year uh, at 191 million pounds. Total dairy product disappearance uh, was sort of mixed in March. The latest data, data available, butter disappearance was down about 9% to 191 million pounds due to a large decrease in domestic use uh, that overwhelmed actually increased exports. Uh, butter, as I've mentioned before in these webinars, butter is not a main uh, dairy export category. It's in the top six or seven, but uh, um, uh, is not, uh, we don't act, we use, we use a lot more butter in, in the United States than we export. So it doesn't take uh, a large decreases or increases in, in uh, uh, domestic use to change the overall outlook of, of the export market. At 486 million pounds, American cheese disappearance was up about 4% because of increased domestic use and exports. At, and then powder or other style of cheese, 748 million pounds was up 5%. Uh, and this was driven by increases in domestic use as well as exports. Milk powder disappearance was down 21% to 224 million pounds, driven by uh, decreases in both domestic use and export. So uh, again, powder is the opposite of butter. We, we export uh, many more tons of uh, uh, non-fat dry milk and skim milk powders compared to, to butter, compared to what we use domestically, I should say. Class three milk futures for the next 12 months were down 48 cents compared to this time last month to average $22.94 a hundred weight. And these are based on May 23rd closing prices. Class three peaks this month at $25.09 then falls into the low to mid 20s, uh, $20 by the spring of next year. However, the current class three uh, 12 month average, even though it seems to be on a downward trend, is still $5.96 a hundred weight more than the five year average of 16.98. So you may notice that this graph looks a little different this month than what it normally does. I got a request from uh, one of the participants that was asking me to show the graph of the five-year average below or on the same graph as the current. So that the gray line um, at the bottom is the five-year class three average and the yellow is the five-year class four average. So class four price peaks in July at $25 and 25 cents a hundredweight, then drops to the low to mid 21s by uh, next spring. The class four 12-month average fell for the second month in a row compared to the previous month. However, the drop was only a six cents per hundred weight decrease in the average to $23.64 a hundred weight from $23.70 last month. Despite a uh, further decrease in average class three futures, it is still averaging uh, nearly $8 more than the five year average um, of, uh, I didn't list it in my notes, but it's uh, uh, 15 in the upper 15 uh, per hundred weight on the five year average. Moving on to exports, 
March exports, uh, the latest data available uh, was we shipped uh, 213,553 metric tons of milk solids equivalents across uh, our, our borders. This is down 1% by about uh, 2,000 metric tons. This is uh, the fourth month to, sh to show a, a decline year over year. Uh, Non-fat dry milk and skim milk powders, uh, as I mentioned a couple of slides ago, that is a, is a major, is the, the largest uh, product category where we export and it was down 7%. And then cheese, which is the, uh, um, the second or third largest uh, pr uh, export product was up 13%. And butter again, which is down around five or six was up 59%. So these, the, the increases, the big increases in cheese and butter, and there's some increases in some other products as well, but that, uh, that kept that 7% uh, uh, reduction in non-fat dry milk and skim milk powders. It kept uh, um, the increases in cheese and some of these other products kept that from falling as much as total exports falling as much as it, as it could have. The value of $859.6 million uh, estimated value that sets a monthly record. Uh, this is the first, this is, that's the most that's ever been exported in a month's time. It's, it's up 25% versus uh, year over year, which is uh, uh, 100 and almost $172 million more uh, uh, this, this March than it was a year ago. So again, that's a record monthly value. And the increase is how can you set a value record with decreasing uh, uh, total export solids? Well, it's the higher value products that uh, have increased that are driving that and, and uh, higher dairy product prices in general. So uh, even though we had a, a total decrease in, in terms of uh, uh, volume, uh, those, the, what, the value of what we did export uh, was up considerably. So moving on to risk management and dairy margin coverage. The March margin was announced uh, at the beginning of the month at $11.55 a hundred weight. So of course, no indemnity was triggered for the month of March. The April margin will be available uh, Monday, May 31st. And again, is expected to, to be above that 950 threshold and not triggering an indemnity. Just some, just a quick look at a DMC enrollment. Uh, the enrollments numbers change a little bit for a few months after enrollment ends as county offices get all their data into the national database. However, based on Monday's weekly report, enrollment numbers are virtually the same as reported uh, last month. So Pennsylvania numbers were not different. And I think the United States number increased maybe six or seven dairies uh, uh, total. So uh, no, no real meaningful changes there. And as far as enrollment numbers are for 2022. Moving on to projections, DMC is still not projecting any payments as of the DMC decision tool updated as of uh, May 20th. However, it still would only take about a net drop of around $2 or slightly less for DMC to start triggering payments again. According to the latest crop progress report, corn and bean planting across the country is catching up to the five-year average, 72% of corn acres are in the ground and 50% of soybeans are in the ground. Uh, this is only seven percentage points and five percentage points respectively uh, below their, their five-year averages. So in comparison, three weeks ago, corn planting was behind 
the five-year average by 42 percentage points, and beans were behind by 27 percentage points. So uh, uh, things are catching up, and and uh, uh, farmers are getting doing a good job getting getting uh, seeds in the ground. So if we have a if planting continues to go well, and and we have a good growing season, maybe price will stabilize some. If international issues contributing to the volatile commodity markets right now can also be stabilized. Moving on to dairy revenue protection. The DRP prices shown here are based on May 24th closing prices or yesterday's closing prices. 100% class three, 95% price protected floor can be set from a low of $18.32 a hundredweight in uh, the third quarter of next year to a high of $22.79 in the third quarter of this year for an average price of about 47 cents a hundredweight. On the class four side, 100% class four, 95% price protected policy can be purchased to set price fours from a low of $18.66 per hundredweight in the third quarter of next year, up to $24.11 in the in the third quarter of this year for an average price of about 57 cents a hundredweight. So both class three and, and floor prices continue to trend down. Uh, class three and class four premiums are still pricey. However, I would encourage you to look at the net floor price that those policies uh, uh, set and, and compare that to your break-even cost of production and, uh, and, and consider um, perhaps getting some protection um, over the next five months. And also remember that the uh, deadline and the last day that uh, quarter third third quarter 22 policy 2022 policies will be available or or um, would be based on June 15 15th closing prices so after that the sales period moves from uh, the fourth quarter of 2022 to the fourth quarter of 2023 and uh, then just a little bit of information here on uh, enrollment in the dairy revenue protection um, 45.7 billion pounds of milk covered in the US by uh, uh, nearly 2,600 policies with uh, no policies yet indemnified. In Pennsylvania, 499 million pounds of milk uh, have been covered in Pennsylvania by 128 policies. And again, no policies indemnified. Shortly before the, the webinar began, I got curious. So I wanted to, I, I ended up doing some calculations say in the U.S. 5 billion more pounds of milk have been covered by 58 additional policies since this time last month and the average U.S. policy covers about 17.6 million pounds of milk um, and that's on the U.S. side. On the Pennsylvania side farmers have covered about 47 million additional pounds of milk since last month and the average PA, PA policy covers uh, nearly 4 million pounds of production so it uh, uh, DRP was DMC was designed for the smaller farm, and DRP is is uh, uh, really designed for any size dairy. So, uh, uh, with with large dairies only being able to cover their first five million pounds in the DMC at a at an economically feasible price, uh, the DRP gives them an option uh, to to reduce their risk management plan cost and and cover more milk. and And I think that's that's um, doing what it, it was designed to do with, with this much milk being covered per policy. And if you're looking on a national average and the Pennsylvania average. So, uh, so with that, uh, our next Protecting Your Profits call will be June 22nd, um, uh, 2022 at noon. 
you can see the webinar link. It's the same, will be the same link as it usually is. And uh, if there's any questions and you want to unmute yourself, please do and ask. Or if you want to put them in the chat box, that's fine as well. Um, I don't see anything in the chat box right now. So uh, I'll just wait a few seconds to see if there are any, are any other questions. All right, well, with that, thank you uh, again for joining me today. Um, I look forward to talking with you again next month, and I hope you have a great rest of your week and a good Memorial uh, Day weekend. <laughs>